For this session, we're joined by siblings Danny Wallace, founder and CEO of Streets Ahead Properties, and Courtney Wallace, the marketing director. Now, the company is based in Cape Town and specializes in South African residential property. As a family-run company, the sisters wear multiple hats, including property and tenant management, property maintenance, interior decorating and renovations, just to name a few. Danny is a member of the EOA, a young entrepreneurs organization. She's on the Committee for Women's Property Network and co-founded a second company, also specializing in property development. Courtney has also started her own marketing agency, the Social Bureau, which specializes in social media marketing. And together, they are part of the next gen YPO, a segment which forms part of YPO, a global leadership community of chief executives with approximately 29,000 members in more than 130 country. So the warmest welcome to the dynamic duo. It's great to have you. Let's start off with what inspired you to start Streets Ahead Properties. Okay, should I take this one away? Yeah, you, you so first. Streets Ahead actually founded, I founded it obviously when I was working at Berman Brothers. I'm not too sure if you're familiar with them, but they're property developers along the Atlantic seaboard and done, have done exceptional developments. So I actually started there and I was had my first introduction to residential property, whereas we actually, my love of property came from our dad and who was Alan Wallace, the one of the partners at Broll Property Group. He had more of a background in commercial and a few different sectors to where we currently are operating. But that's where my love of property started. And what is it like working together as siblings? You know, is there any kind of tension that needs to be resolved? I think from the beginning, uh, so Danny and I are best friends and we sisters, and now we work together. So I think at the beginning, it was a little bit of a teething process. Um, but yeah, I think what, what it comes down to is mutual respect understanding, I think making sure that uh, your roles and responsibilities are clearly defined. Okay, tell us about your plans and your vision for the business in just terms of where you see it going, the growth, and also what your aspirations are. I don't think I envisaged when I started Streets Ahead that it would get to where we are today. But I think going forward, we really want to try and grow the property portfolio to an attractive yield basis. And then obviously, I, I mentioned this to Courtney earlier, when, when we were chatting about where we're going and what we want to do, we would love to eventually either list on the JSE one day, but in like 20 years, she laughed at me. But I said, listen, we're both really young. We've got to aim high because the higher we aim, if we come in slightly under that, that'll still be great. So either to list on the JSE or before that to eventually get bought out by a property company and just get added into their portfolio at a specific yield buyout. I don't know. Do you want to add to that, Courtney, in terms of the aspirations you have and utilizing the skills that you bring? I think Danny always takes the financial side of the business and then I'm the more creative and I add a little bit of a flair to a very like structural company. I think um, what I would love for us, and we've spoken about this before, because we have done the co-development model, so I think we would love to do another co-development uh, model. I think we'd also like to explore different um, industries like industrial property as well mm -hmm. and uh my passion is obviously like renovation. So I love the interior design aspect. Um, and then also to look at possibly doing our own development one day. I think that would be amazing for Streets Ahead. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, you can set your targets way below the 20-year mark. I think you've got it in you to achieve some of those things, you know, sooner rather than later. Now, let's talk about what it is like to run a business as women, to be a women-owned business. Is that challenging for you? I don't think it's challenging, if I can be so honest, but it is different. I think in a male-run industry, uh, which is the property industry, you definitely need to hold your own. But I don't think it's so much that we are a woman-run business. I think it's it's gender kind of neutral. I think it's because we have respect and understanding and we have a very good working relationship. I mean, there's incredible women in the industry. There's incredible men in the industry. And I guess it's just as you conduct a business and how you gel with people. And for you, Danny. It might not be the female aspect, but do people look at the two of you and think they're too young to have all this responsibility? A hundred percent. And also we've gotten a few things because, as Courtney was saying, we wear many hats. So we, for some of our properties, to advertise them, we will advertise them ourselves. We do work with agents, but otherwise people will just think we intern agents or something. (laughs) I've actually... I've actually learned that that's, we can use that to our advantage. And if people underestimate you or they think you silly or you don't know everything you're talking about, we can completely use that to our advantage. Mm-hmm. And you get people to open up to you, talk more to you. And then we find we can really structure deals that work for them um, and just come to the party a bit more. Mm-hmm. So I feel that sometimes when people underestimate us, we can use that to our advantage. And finally, I'd like you both to put on your business caps now and give advice to those of us who are interested in getting into the property business or need to know a little bit about it. What advice would you give? I'll I'll say, okay, let's talk generically. If people want to first buy their first property, they would probably look to an apartment. So I'll speak towards buying an apartment for your first property. What I was taught and at the beginning stage when I was looking at property, I would save up for the 10% deposit. What people don't tell you is all of these additional costs that come with it. So my best piece of advice, if I had to give just one, would be to save up a minimum of about 20% of your purchase price. For stuff that comes up like transfer duty, there's also rates clearances. And then maybe we've mainly bought in new builds or co-developed new builds. But if you're buying an old building, they could be damp, they could be electrical. So you just don't want to get into a problem that you hit with all these additional costs and you have to take out personal loans or something that gets you into financial trouble. So understanding your financial situation and getting that 20% deposit would be amazing. And then in terms of property being seen as a good investment, you know, as an asset class, is it still a great place to put your money? Yes. So we've been through the ups and downs with this, especially given the property cycle, the current economic environment, To us, property has really held true. So what I will speak to is that the prices of property at the moment haven't increased, but the rentals are still there. So it's still generating a rental yield. So it's generating income for you, which can be a great addition to someone's, you getting your salary, you getting property rental income from a portfolio or one property. And I would still say there's an important part to play in any person's investment portfolio is property. And has COVID not affected your business in any way or has it? I would say yes and no. I think uh, obviously COVID has posed multiple 
issues for people. People are losing jobs. Their companies have gone under. So obviously finances are a topic to kind of address. So I think from our side, we've had a few tenants that have not been able to fulfill their lease agreements. Uh, And then we've also had a few tenants that have wanted to um, reduce their rental um, that they're paying each month. But for the most part, we're very hands-on. We manage our own properties. We have really good relationships with our tenants. So um, they generally want to renew and we don't actually lose tenants, which is a blessing for us. And we did actually, speaking to what you said, we did um, reduce some rentals, which is a weird concept for property owners, but we'd rather stick with great tenants and have reduced rentals and have them keeping paying their rental as opposed to having the apartment standing empty. And finally, Courtney, just a curveball to you, you know, because obviously Danny's done a lot of the numbers. What are design trends? You know, if I'm looking to invest in a property, but I want to make it look nice, I want to make it look hip, I want to make it look like something of the future. What other sort of things I should be thinking about by way of color palettes, design, architecture? Any advice? I would definitely suggest focus on your key areas, which are your bathrooms and your kitchen. Uh, You can never go wrong with neutrals, with splashes of color here and there. I mean, I think each person will add their own flair where, where they see fit. I mean, I know the matte black and rose gold trends have been um, trending for a while. I personally would not go for it because I think rather to go for something that's timeless, elegant, beautiful tiles, um, ooh, vinyl, vinyl flooring. Uh, yeah, vinyl versus timber flooring because you don't want... That's a debate we have all the time because timber is obviously beautiful, but for rental apartments, vinyl is very hard wearing, which is great. From what I garner from the two sisters, there's so much complementarity, so much creativity, and I wish you really well on the road ahead. Thank you, Danny and Courtney. And to all our next-gen speakers, our audience will be happy to know that some of our speakers will also be joining us at our next session where a dynamic panel of women will be unpacking entrepreneurship, mentorship, mental health challenges, and how they are making an impact not only in their businesses or firms, but also in society. Goodbye until then.